Our next presenter is Dr. Blake Wilson from the Sugar Research Station, and he's going to talk to us about entomology. Thanks, Renee. Uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, so the test behind me is a evaluation of insecticidal control of wireworms. Uh, I've got some wireworms here with me. I'm going to pass around. These pests are native and have been present here in Louisiana uh, ever since we've been producing sugarcane in the state. They remain one of our least well understood insect pests. And although they're quite common, many growers may have never actually seen one of these larvae because they remain uh, beneath the soil surface. And the larvae are fairly easy to recognize. They're bright orange in color and have clearly segmented bodies. These larvae are present in the soil at planting and as soon as the seed cane is laid in furrow, they begin feeding on the seed cane itself, including the germinating buds. In severe infestations, these larvae will completely eliminate plant uh, sugarcane stand from large sections of the field and require growers to incur a costly replanting process. These infestations, however, have been very difficult to predict when and where the impacts will occur. And because of that, it's been a big challenge to researchers and only a small handful of studies have been conducted on wireworms in the past 100 years. Currently, wireworms are managed with granular insecticides applied in furrow at planting. But the only registered products we have available to us currently are uh, rather older, harsher chemistries, organophosphates, that can be hazardous to the applicator, uh, fairly expensive, and also potentially detrimental to beneficial insect populations, uh, particularly fire ants, which can increase other pest problems later in the season. And so growers throughout the state have very often expressed a desire to get newer products registered to replace some of these older chemistries. Fortunately, this year we were able to obtain some IR4 funding to examine potential new products for wireworm control. These are USDA funds that are designated to support specialty use uh, insecticide research or pesticide research that uh, industry might otherwise not be incentivized to pursue new registrations. And we've got a promising new research strategy for wireworms where we inoculate our plots with larvae collected from commercial fields around the state using a corn bait buried in the soil. In the test behind me, we put one of those small larvae per row foot in these plots. And we've got infested control plots, uninfested control plots, as well as infested plots with our various insecticide treatments. And we saw uh, approximately 30 to 40% reductions in fall and spring plant populations. However, now once we get into the summer, those differences have begun to narrow as plant uh, sugarcane has tillered and replaced some of those lost stalks. And so we think with the, a number of trials, like most ag research, we're gonna conduct this in more than one location over a couple of years. But uh, we believe this will very likely result in some new registrations to control these uh, little understood pests. Another main focus of our research here on the station is with sugarcane stem borers, particularly the sugarcane 
before. Unlike wireworms, this is an insect that most growers are very familiar with and it's been very well studied over the past several decades. However, we require continued evaluation, particularly in the area of varietal resistance. We have a, a good resistant variety on most of our acres, the L01299, which has contributed to large reductions in the amount of insecticide we use to spray uh, to manage sugarcane borers. That insecticide usage has declined by approximately 50% in the past 24 years, 20 years. I have a poster on that in the assembly hall. If you get a chance, I encourage you to take a look at that. But because we work with the bridal development program, we have to continue to evaluate resistance among the new, newly developed varieties. And this is an annual test conducted each year. So we have two to three years of data on sugarcane borer resistance for any new varieties prior to them being released to the industry. Those trials are fairly easy to recognize. If you continue down this headland, you'll see uh, when it makes a T, a row of corn. That's the only corn here on the station, and that's planted <coughs> to create conditions of high pest pressure. We plant the corn in the spring, and then in about May, we'll inoculate it with 50 to 100,000 newly hatched sugarcane borer larvae. Those larvae will develop on the corn, and moths will emerge and begin infesting our variety plots. And typically what we see is a wide range of injury levels at the end of the season where susceptible varieties will have anywhere from five to ten fold more for injury than our resistant lines. And in this way we can ensure we have a good idea of how our varieties are going to need to be managed uh, in terms of insect control once they get released to the industry. So those are just a few of the trials we have going on on station uh, but if you have any questions about uh, those trials or other insect issues I'm, I'm happy to take those now or you feel free to find me later and if you're interested it's a good time of year to uh, see active boar infestations in the field so we can walk through those variety plots later today if that's something you'd, you'd like to see